Do you have less than 10 minutes to learn something new? The Latin Learner Podcast offers helpful information from experts in the school community on a wide variety of topics, ranging from social-emotional health to DEI efforts to learning strategies. The clock starts now, so let's get started. So how will this saliva screener uh, make our school safer? Well, we do see that it has uh, been effective at uh, picking up some asymptomatic uh, cases. Another question that we might consider is, does this saliva screener replace a PCR test? Hello, uh, this is Dr. Leslie Cordes. I am the senior medical consultant at the Latin School. I am a pediatrician. I've been a physician for 36 years, and I have a master's in public health uh, with a focus in epidemiology. So I am proud to be leading uh, Latin's team in the COVID-19 response process. So let's go over a few uh, questions that the community might have. Um, First of all, what is the SARS-CoV-2 saliva screening and what does it measure? Well, the process we're offering at Latin uses saliva samples in an assay method, a method of detecting uh, that's called RT-LAMP. In long, uh, long terms, it's called reverse transcription loop-mediated isothermal amplification. And what that does is it uses amplification methods on the saliva sample to detect SARS-CoV-2 RNA. And that's the virus that causes the disease that we know as COVID-19. And while this method is not as sensitive as PCR tests that you may have heard of in detecting that viral RNA, The cost and the quick turnaround time of this particular test make it a very good screening tool. Both that RT lamp that we're going to be using in PCR are categorized as a nucleic acid amplification test, which detects the genetic material or the RNA of the virus. And that's in contrast to the antigen tests that you also may have heard of, which are designed to detect certain viral proteins. So how will this saliva screener Uh, makes our school safer? And can we relax other measures such as the mask and and distancing and such? Well, the saliva-based screening adds another layer to Latin's mitigation strategy. And it's very, very important that our community recognize that it doesn't in any way take away the measures that have been in place since the start of school, including the proper and consistent masking, distancing, hand washing, and the many measures that were clearly outlined in the Return to Learn plan. But by instituting that screening protocol, we aim to identify and isolate the asymptomatic and pre-symptomatic cases of COVID-19, thus reducing the risk of transmission. So these are those people who may never have symptoms of COVID-19, yet are able to spread it, or those who we are catching early who will go on to develop symptoms but again, could be transmitting. So we are, we are working to remove these individuals from the community as a way to reduce the risk of transmission. So who is it that gave us the idea about uh, starting this test? Uh, let's learn a little bit about the, uh, uh, the doctor uh, who invented this test, if you will. Um, this test was, uh, Uh, developed for use in the school systems 
um, by Dr. Ed Campbell, who is a professor of immunology and microbiology at uh, Loyola University in Maywood. And he is uh, a member of the school board of his own ch uh, children's school out in LaGrange, Illinois. And as we were working through this pandemic, he started to realize that some of the uh, techniques that he is familiar with in the laboratory and that some of his colleagues at University of Wisconsin-Madison and University of Colorado Boulder were working on could be very helpful in establishing a screening program uh, that could be used in schools. Um, again, with the goal of having something that is uh, cost-effective for the school system and had a very quick turnaround time, both of which are hallmarks of a, a good screening test. So he and his lab and his other colleagues collaborated to create this uh, screening test and began implementing it uh, at his own uh, kids' school um, at the start of the uh, school year. And if we uh, look at the other schools uh, that are uh, using this test, what, what kind of results do we see? Well, we do see that it has uh, been effective at uh, picking up some asymptomatic uh, cases. Thus far, the uh, reported results, um, looking at, at the schools uh, that are, have been using it, um, are picking up about a half a percent of those who were screened. So those are people who are coming into school, feeling well, uh, with no signs at all of uh, COVID-19, who are then um, having uh, tests that have been um, uh, detected and then subsequently uh, confirmed by PCR. So again, if, if we're looking to see what numbers we're reaching, we're looking at probably in the neighborhood of about a half of a percent uh, for those screened. What will be the procedure if I have already tested positive for COVID in the past? If someone is tested positive for COVID-19 within the past 90 days or three months, we will not be asking that individual to submit a saliva sample. Okay, another question that we might consider is, does this saliva screener replace a PCR test? Uh, and the answer to that is a very definitive no, it does not. Um, this is a screening test. It is not diagnostic, um, and it is only for the purpose of alerting us. So we are going to ask all those that they then receive a diagnostic PCR uh, test. We're also gonna ask uh, those individuals to isolate and we will perform contact tracing as if uh, this were an identified case. We're again going to then follow up uh, with the diagnostic PCR test. And what resources can you uh, look into if you're interested um, in more information on this uh, saliva testing or testing in general? I would recommend uh, folks uh, to go to the CDC website. Um, the work on testing and testing strategies and all the various options is evolving so very rapidly. And the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention uh, regularly updates uh, its uh, website. So searching for screening strategies, various types of tests, if you go to the cdc.gov, you will find the most updated information available. So why does all this matter? We at Latin are really working very hard to reduce the risk of viral transmission in the school and establish our school as a safe learning environment for all.
Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Latin Learner Podcast. Check out other episodes on our website at latinschool.org slash podcast.